Hello everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Life Transformational Self-Help Listeners. A hearty heartfelt welcome to all my first time and continuous listeners. By faith, you are having a blessed, wonderful, and prosperous 2022. We're almost at the end of this year coming and some of us may be struggling with um, unwanted choices that we may have made and could be reaping the harvest of what we thought would give us joy, laughter, and comfort. Let's take a moment to reflect on the good things that are happening in your life and remember that you can't change the past, but you could change this moment to reflect your future. So it's time to act your way into enthusiasm with putting a smile on your face and and getting great joy because today is your day to receive clarity, wisdom, freedom, and healing in the name of Jesus. First, let's have a moment of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for opening our eyes and allowing us to be in your presence once again. Forgive us of our sins and restore your love, joy, and peace to all who may be feeling as though all is lost. Father God, use me as your guide as an example for drawing your people into a relationship with you. Father God, Lord Jesus, heal all who are sick mentally, physically, emotionally, and financially. Father God, in the name of Jesus, open the eyes of the hearts of all your listeners so that they can see themselves to make changes for their prosperity as well as move in the now and hear your directions to stay conscious. Help your listeners to understand that it is according to their faith that the impossible becomes possible. Forgive every one of their sins and pour out your spirit and into their lives causing the eyes of their hearts to be open and active to the hearing of your voice and in fulfilling your will preparing and establishing them to wait with great expectations upon having a prosperous greater outcome than what they have perceived in their past teach every listener your way of thinking so that everything they say or do will be the manifestations of what your hopes, dreams, and promises are through your will and not their own. Change their perceptions of how they have once thought and bring it into a reality of prosperity through guiding them into living every day in the now because it is in the now that you are moving. Father God, Lord Jesus, we thank you. In the name of Jesus, amen. First of all, I want to um, acknowledge that the music in the background, I have no rights to it. And if you are um, looking for this type of music, um, Gospel Christian, um, you can actually search it um, through Spotify or even um, even Prime Music or even YouTube. And you will find the songs that's here. So... Today's episode is titled, The Mission Field Starts at Home. Let's take a trip back down memory lane. 
When you were a child growing up, how did you learn about God? Was it through your parents or was it just at church or by mouth from someone on the streets? And, you know, how you got to the walk you're in in your beliefs right now. Think about every step of where you have come from. Did you struggle in your beliefs in God? Or did you steer away from learning the word of God because of um, something that may have hurt you or happened in the past? If so, think about why and if not, then think about why not. Take notes because you're going to have to see how you will be able to help your child develop their spiritual walk with God from where you are today with your walk with God. And as a matter of fact, how's your walk today? Think about it. Is your walk close to God to where you can pull your child in, real little child, into the presence of God at all times? And think about this. The world has changed and has become much, much darker since your childhood is not the same. So as a parent, you can't leave your child exposed to, vulnerable to, and uncovered without learning the word of God and how to wage warfare on their adversary. When you're sitting and studying the Bible, so should your child be doing also. That is the perfect opportunity for you or your child to question their knowledge about what they are studying or learning and it develops a bond with not only you but also with God and a personal relationship with Jesus. This is a mission before attending church services. It is not for the parent to assume that their child would learn everything they need from their church service teachers. Children attend children's church services and when they leave it, it is the only teachings they are receiving. Because when they go home, instead of them picking up a Bible, and that's if it's available, they would just go back to their same routine and playing video games, watching TV, and giving their attendance to and attention to social media, which was before attending children's church. It does your child have or no service if they're not studying, taking and applying to their life what they have learned while in attendance at children's church. The mission field starts in the heart of their environment, which is in their home. So that means that it starts with you, mommy and daddy. You are their first leaders. Leaders lead by example, as Jesus did. Be your child's spiritual covering as well as their living example. They need to know who they are and who they belong to to get rid of any selfish ambitions. There is a calling on your child or children's life and if you don't help them develop it, the world will be successful at corrupting them for that development. Sad to say that there are a small percentage of leaders 
who are on fire for God and are leading their children and other believers by example. And that is only 3%. Are you a part of that 3% hot red, red hot leader? Question yourself, are you on fire for God? Are you on fire enough for God where you can give this to your child? And your child um, is, is, is contagious and they be on fire for God and, and um, pass it on. It's like a domino effect. Everyone else falls into the categories of an 87% herd, which are followers. And the other 10% are destroyers. People who just, just destroy no matter what. No righteousness, just doing things, just, just messing up people's lives. Don't care because of their own selfish ambitions. Parents, I have a mission for you to think carefully about. If you are Holy Spirit filled, study the Bible and are walking out this Christian walk, you should be able to discern certain spirits which rise up against you and your child or children. One to which most Christian believers haven't been paying close attention to, which could either be something your child is involved in or that spirit is trying to get to your child while left not knowing God's word, not knowing how to wage spiritual warfare, being unattended to, because you're too preoccupied with self. Do you want to know, do you really, really want to know what this spirit is? In scripture, it speaks or says, because of the multitude of the whoredoms of the well-favored harlot, the mistress of witchcrafts that sell it nations through her whoredoms and families through her witchcrafts, this is a scripture which is found in the book of Nahum, chapter 3, verse 4, and it's in the King James Version. Believe it or not, the spirit of witchcraft is heavy and the children growing up in this generation are their main target. See what I'm talking about. So you walk into bookstores such as Barnes and Nobles. The first thing you see when walking through the doors are tarot cards and Ouija boards at a small child's reach. Also, if you explore and go further into the religious book reading area to find a Bible, you can hear a clicking sound in that specific area right over the King James Version, the NIV, the Christian Life, Life Application Study Bibles those specific Bibles. When you walk around to the backside, which is on the next aisle, you hear nothing, which is very strange. This is one of the crafty tools individuals who practice witchcraft use to try bringing harm to Christian believers or to discourage them from reading the word. These tools could only have a negative effect on Christian believers who are out of alignment with God and who believe the lies of the enemy. Christian believers cannot be possessed, cursed by demons, unless you choose to go to their side. 
That means that you have left God's side and you will have no spiritual covering. They can only try to oppress, play strongholds, annoy, and irritate you. But if you keep your mind stayed on him, which is Jesus, and pay no attention to their distractions, he will keep you in perfect peace. What God has already blessed cannot be cursed, no matter what they try to do. This is a true story. While driving, pay close attention to your surroundings because not everyone you see acting crazy is a drug addict or a mental case. There are sane people who are in agreement with demonic forces at work also, which needs a body to actively possess to do its dirty work. I have a prime example. While on our way driving from my storage facility to the post office, my daughter and I were checking out the different things happening within the area we were in. As I was approaching the stop sign, both of us noticed a lady who was standing directly on the corner. As we pulled up to the stop, she put her, her head back, started swinging her arms back and forth and, and opened her mouth without making a sound. We knew immediately that she was speaking something over that area where people were out walking and driving through that area. So my daughter and I began to plead the blood of Jesus, rebuke and denounce whatever was being spoken over that area. And this wasn't the only time that we had seen something like this being practiced on that day. There were a few more which were similar happening as we continued to drive through the streets to get to the other side of the city. This is the kingdom of darkness with a type of spiritual warfare going on. The kingdom of darkness hands are at work. Just think about what could be introduced in your child or child children's schools without your knowledge. Here's another example I found in a news article. And it's, it's also, um, there's also a news video that there is a spirit of Satanism being practiced in after school programs or clubs. For example, at a high school in Virginia. I won't go into details about this because you can check this video out. Um, on, on the satanic rituals being offered in other countries um, who are um, our allies. What is being offered and implemented there is what will be coming or is already here. I've already seen that it's um, active, um, something be trying to become active in Virginia and Atlanta, Georgia, I believe it is, and there are other um, states in the United States. So if you want to know more about these videos and these articles, you could reach search this information to obtain accurate or sufficient information from these sites. Um, just type in um, satanic rituals um, in after school programs or or type witchcraft. You'll find these, these items will pop up. So if your child is wanting to join a club or has already joined one, 
do your research and find out its motives, values, and the history to find out if it is a part of generational curses passed down. I hope this message has been a blessing to you, but before we close out this episode, I would like to take the opportunity to invite you to a prayer of confession of faith. Could you speak this with me? Heavenly Father, forgive me of my sins. I believe that Jesus died and rose on the third day just for me. I'm asking you to come into my life and direct my path towards your righteousness. My hopes and dreams are in you. You, Father God, are the source and the only source for making my hopes, dreams, visions, and destiny a reality. It is according to my perceptions of who you are that I may increase. In you, I have my being, and without you, I could do nothing. Father God, I surrender every area of my life to you. You now and forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Now that you have prayed this prayer of belief in Jesus, it is only the beginning of what's to be completed. It is necessary that you be water baptized, which is the outward symbol that you have died to your old life and is brought up in the newness of Christ and receive Holy Spirit, which is the completion of our sealed promise from Jesus. For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bound or free, and have been all made to drink in, into one spirit. This is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13. The Holy Spirit is our only way of escaping and having liberty, freedom, and peace of mind. For temporarily living in this world today if you are unsure or struggling about which way to go now is the time for you to reflect on what your future would look like because of the choices and decisions you make today this is not a time for turning your back on God but an opportunity to receive him while he's near looking back makes you not fit for the kingdom and Jesus said unto him no man having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. And this is found in the book of Luke chapter 9 verse 62. You may be wondering when it will be the right time to receive the Holy Spirit. Now, 0 to 5 seconds, the moment you decided to listen to this message became your appointed time as you were listening in on this podcast episode. Choose ye today whom you will serve. Will it be God or will it be man? Meaning will it be do the will of God or will you continue to live as the world live? Participate in the world. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord. Choose ye this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites, in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. This is found in the book of Joshua, chapter 24, verse 15. Reflecting over your life, you may come to a point where it's time for you to rethink and change what you're used to doing. 
if things hasn't turned out to be the way that you've expected or it seems as though your life has become out of control it means that it is time for you to come out of the conference of fear doubt worry shame unbelief and all negativity that you have made a home with you know that fence of security that you've been holding on to the whole time and step out with trusting God 100%. If you choose not to do so, it is one way of choosing defeat over victory. And you are saying that I'm going to keep my foot in heaven and the other in hell just in case I miss out on my opportunity for God to prosper me. Taking this type of risk could cause you to miss the rapture. This is also called double-minded thinking. Remember, a double-minded is unstable in all his ways. This is found in the book of James chapter 1, verse 8. You are accountable for the choices you make, whether it has been in the past or the present, and you have no one to blame for that choice or decision you make but yourself. So, if you choose to continue to live in darkness and say like you you know the raptor came and you was left here there's no one else you can think about to blame because you made that choice god gave all of us choices it's only the humans got that has been given the choices animals and and um angels don't have a choice they have to just bow down and do what is required so god included us in in the partaking of um of this life with him he gave us the option so don't be deceived by double-minded thinking because this isn't it isn't possible so stop allowing the enemy to feed you his lies just in case you didn't know he is the father of lies you are of the father or of your father the devil and the less of your father ye will do he was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. This is found in the book of John, chapter 8, verse 44. You can't serve God and man, and you can't do the will of God and try to live like as the world. You have to pick and choose. You can't worship two gods at the same time. Loving one God, you'll end up hating the other. Adoration of one feeds contempt for the other. You can't worship God and money both. Which this is found in the book of Matthew chapter 6 verse 24. But choose wisely because that day you choose to step back into sin or turn and go the opposite of what God has promised for your life could become the darkest day of your life and cost you more than physical things which may seem of greater importance at the moment but the greatest of them all and eternity in returning home to your rightful place which is heaven if you're looking for a true reality this is what is to come then shall the dust return to the earth as it was, and the spirit shall return unto God who gave it. This is found in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 12, verse 7. 
your body returns to the earth from which it came and your spirit will be returned to God and there will your spirit stand before God waiting for the judgment for what was done in this life. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done whether it be good or bad. This is found in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10. Your spirit makes up who you are, not your physical body. If you grasp onto this concept, you will have an understanding of which direction you should go in this life. Don't wait too long before making a decision because that decision could make your residency permanent in hell, the one place that no one wants to be. Also, remember that your choices define where your destiny lies, and to choose sin is to step out of alignment headed towards death, and it is choosing to die not only physically, mentally, emotionally, but also spiritually. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. This is found in the book of Romans chapter 6 verse 23. If you're finding yourself occasionally or habitually practicing any of these things that I'm about to speak of, sexual immorality, any which is any type of sex outside of marriage, adultery is having any type of sexual relations with others outside of your marriage. Or even if you're not married and you're, you're doing this with someone who is married. Your marriage is a covenant or a partnership between you and the one you've decided or chose to be in covenant with and with God. God honors marriage. Homosexuality falls under sexual morality. It is having sexual pleasures and sex with, with, with someone of the same sex. If you are living under the same roof, sleeping in the same bed, it is a type of shacking up, fornication, is another one which is a deadly sexual sin against your own body and if you are desiring to or have already entered into a marriage with the same sex it is still shacking up fornication and papers of a signed deal with the devil and his kingdom and another nasty habit is gossip talking negatively as well as positively about anyone without their consent or shall we say using someone else's information as a conversation starter and or to belittle or bully that person. And the list goes on, etc., etc., etc. These are sure signs of demonic spirits riding your back. It's time to break the sin cycle. You know that saying you are what you eat, meaning physically, meditate on the fact that this is not entirely true because you are spirit, soul, and body. So your body is affected by what you eat and isn't all of you. Therefore, your spirit and soul is affected by what you consume on a daily basis mentally and emotionally. You will become whatever you give your attention to, meaning that whatever you entertain, its spirit will come to live inside of you. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is found in the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. 
Like I have mentioned in previous episodes that your body is a temporary housing and that which can't be seen, spirit and soul, is forever or permanent. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. This is found in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. The choices you make today will have a positive or negative outcome on your purpose and it changes the blueprint of your destiny. The most important decision for you to make when thinking about yourself today is to renew your mind with a new heart by receiving a spiritual transplant, meaning to change your mind and your walk. You go in the opposite direction of what you used to do. Your new heart is the connection to being ready for the rapture and you can't leave earth without it or you will find yourself in a place unwanted or of uncertainty. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. This is found in John chapter 3 verse 5. Receive your transplant today and stay connected to your true destiny. Be prepared to leave and stay erect in being watchful and staying connected to the main source which is God and when the day of Pentecost was fully come they were all with one accord in one place and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire and it sat upon each of them and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance this is found in the book of Acts chapter 2 verses 1 through 4 in other words completing the equation believing plus water baptism plus Receiving the Holy Spirit is the compass which continuously keeps us in position for reaching our heaven-bound destiny. In whom ye also trusted after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. In whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession, unto the praise of his glory. This is found in the book of Ephesians chapter 1 verse 13 through 14 Jesus is the only connection to eternal life your new heart helping you in making the rapture and getting you into heaven you may be wondering if it really takes all of this to wake up smiling with great joy and knowing you're free yes it does take 101% of your dedication and prayer and participation for establishing your mood every day and being in the presence of God I promise you will not be disappointed. Our connection to God is through prayer and the Holy Spirit. Humans are a spirit housed in a body. Yes, the body you are possessing is a temporary housing, which means it is loaned out to you because earth is not your home. And it doesn't make us who we are, but transports us from point A to point B. When we choose to live for God, our spirit connects with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit guides or, or instructs us on how to fulfill the plan that God has for our lives. Receiving the Holy Spirit provides wisdom. It becomes your guide to help in your times of need. It will be a compass for you when you can't see your way. He is your way for being kept, your strength and sustainability in times of uncertainty. 
for those of you who believe in Jesus and are living the Christian life, believing and walking, the life does you no service if you're walking around without the Holy Spirit residing in you. Without the Holy Spirit, you are just a vessel without any power and a prey for our adversary, the devil. The Holy Spirit is your engagement ring and down payment of God's promise to you. If you are already saved but haven't been filled with the Holy Spirit or haven't gotten an opportunity to know Jesus on a personal level, this invitation is extended to you so that you could experience a spectacular celebration and to live in beyond what you could ever think, dream, or ask. With God, it's life without limits. Now that you have some clarity about how the Holy Spirit operates and His connection with us, this is your opportunity to receive everything God has predestined for your life. Open up and allow the Holy Spirit to fulfill your lifetime as promised. Or in your journey to rediscovering what possibilities could become a reality, you may want to ponder upon building a personal relationship with God. As we are ending this episode, please adventure over to the YouTube channel and listen to a song titled The Invitation by Nicholas and the Old Apple Tree by Shirley Caesar and the song Cycles by Jonathan Reynolds to get a reflection of how it would be when you stand before God and his extended love for you when you decide to return from your backslidden state of mind and to become more aware of the sin cycle and freeing yourself of it. Also, could you have the heart to share these episodes with your friends and family? All you have to do is direct them to the Anchor.fm app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Google Podcast, and have them download and register to listen. If they are desiring to hear more episodes, please don't hesitate to click on the favorite follow and or subscribe buttons located within the app. You will receive notifications of new published episodes. Well, this concludes our episode. Thank you for listening. Your host, Lina Mina. Have a blessed, prosperous, and productive day.